We got some really bad beats yesterday, but we actually ended up 1-1-1 one, one, and one on the whole, and we hit the nerfy, so we ended the day slightly up. Daily Dingers returns. It's July 20th. We're getting closer to the trade deadline, and a lot of flaws for a lot of contenders have been standing out, especially last night. Um, I'm Steve Armato alongside Jack Perotti. Jack. Let's talk some business first. Um, I think the NL East comes down to the trade deadline. How do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, it, it depends. If I mean, I think the Nationals are going to be buyers the way they're playing right now. If they can get a dude like I'm trying to like a Chris Bryan or a Joey Gallo or like some you know some All Star caliber player, like watch out. Yeah, I mean, I don't. The Nationals, I think, are the Nationals are going to get a guy like that bat, not a not a bat, but like they're going to get Strasburg back, which yeah, is gonna be, which is going to cause some problems. Um, and then if they get another bat, now we're talking like they they could make a run at this thing because the teams ahead of them right now, like I don't think the Braves, even the moves the Braves made, like I don't think those are like, dude, like, they got Jock Peterson not, and Stephen Vogue, right? Not. Like that's not like that's not division altering moves. That's like no. just like little small things. Um, the Phillies, I think. I heard the Phillies are in this thing for Chris Bryant. And oh okay, the thing I, is, the I just will never trust the Phillies to go anywhere with that bullpen that they have. I don't know why they're in for hitting right now. They should be well, trying to get bullpen arms and starters. Well, someone from a from a, a Phillies fan told me that he was reading some stuff um, about the Phillies trying to trade Alec Bohm for Bryant and Kimbrel. Now I think you got to give more than that. I don't I think, think you're Bohm, on crack if you think that just yeah, Alec like, Bohm is going to get you those guys, right? Like Alec Bohm isn't very good. Um, in He's my still opinion. young, so you don't really know, like right? But like also, if those two guys are free agents, how much are you actually going to be able to give? How much are you actually going to be able to have to give up for two guys that you don't know if they're going to be on your team next year? The thing is, though, it's like if you actually are trying to make a realistic push, those are two really, really good pieces. Yeah, and that'd be like especially that with would, the versatility of Brian. Right. So I don't know. And also, I think they need more than Kimbrell in that bullpen. Yeah. Like they need a couple arms. Well, it'd be kind of nice because you can stat who's their closer this year. It hasn't been terrible. Um, well, it was Neris and then. Yeah. I don't someone know, but you else. Can, you can slide Archie Bradley's down. in there, but yeah, he's been hurt. Yeah. You can slide those guys down and you put Kimbrell at the top, which makes it deeper. But it's like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. And also, I, I just don't think you're getting those two guys just for Alec Bohm. But they also don't have a very good farm system. So who the hell knows? Yeah, I have no idea what the hell is going on with that. I mean, maybe if you're the Cubs, you take that, though, because you realize they're rentals. And then, like, oh, my God, if they could pull, like, imagine if the Cubs pull, like, a thing with the Yankees did with Raldis Chapman. Where they're like, all right, Chris, we're going to trade you right now. But, hey, once free agency hits, we're signing you right back. And then, boom, like, you just absolutely screw over the other team. Yeah, I mean, that would actually be – a pretty solid move by them. I, I think also that I would like to happen. That never happens, but that'd be funny. No, that happened one time and it was the Yankees. Cause Brian Cashman has naked pictures of every other GM's wife. I've said this a million times. <laughs> That's how he just does business. Um, but I think also the Mets, like everyone's like high on like Chris Bryant this that, but if you watch the Mets last night, you need, you need pitching. Like their starting pitching is in some serious trouble. Um, and I actually, you know who I like, nobody's really talking about this guy all that much. He was mentioned a couple of weeks ago for the white Sox. I wouldn't mind like a smaller deal for like an Eduardo Escobar. I think he's do. I think he's, I nice. think he's, he's got 22 home runs. He's hitting like 270. 
He's got no power. One, he plays good defense. Nobody's talking about this guy, but yeah, he's definitely he's on, he's definitely on the on the block because he's not part of the Diamondbacks' future. I don't know why like that's that guy's not mentioned. And he could play second. He could play third. And you probably don't have to. You definitely don't have to give up as much as Chris Bryant because Chris Bryant just has the name recognition and he's won an MVP. Yeah, but Eduardo Escobar's having like the same caliber type of year. He is. He is. But uh, now. You can't get a pitcher if you're in the Mets. You can't get a pitcher with Eduardo Escobar because the Diamondbacks don't have any. Um, but Is I think Gallon maybe. Like, yeah, I, don't <laughs> I don't know. I think I think basically the, what it comes down to is I think the Mets need a starting pitcher or two, and I mean a bat would be nice, but it's not like the necessity. If Lindor's out for extended period of time, then you got to go get Javi Baez, in my opinion. I don't yeah. know. like even if he's a rental and you're trying to win now, I don't think that's going to happen. But that's like a guy you got to go get, and then. The Phillies need bullpen arms. I don't even think they need a guy like Chris Bryant. I just think they need straight up bullpen arms. And then the Nationals, they could get a bat. If the Nationals get Joe Gallo, is going to be some problems. That, yeah, I think that you the whole race, long. the whole race is going to come down to the trade deadline, and then it's going to go down to the wire. That's how I feel. Yeah. Well, you don't know how long Schwarber's going to be out too. If you're the Nationals, I don't know because his injury was pretty severe, wasn't it? Was like a torn hamstring or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So he might be, he's probably out for the rest of the year, at least the playoff push. So why don't you get basically Kyle Schorber when he's like just an upgrade of Kyle Schorber at Joey Gallo? Like, yeah. Although Schorber was mash, but Schorber doesn't yeah, play the defense that Gallo gives you either. I would say, like, Kyle Schorber had a good month, right? He had a good one month. That's it. Not even a month, like, like 20 days. Right. Right. So right. I, I don't I don't trust him obviously to keep that up long term, especially coming back from an injury. Joey Gallo last night, I was watching that Tigers uh that Tigers Rangers game. He hit two absolute like missiles he threw to throw guys out at home. But then, yeah, like, he could do that. He's crazy. I don't you like people don't realize how insane his arm is. He throws like a hundred something. Yeah, he's he's an absolute beast. Now let wait, hold on. Before we get going here, the, with that the Nats are six back right now. Of the Mets. put up, what, 18, 19 runs last night? They put up 18 last night. So they're six behind the Mets, and we're at July 20th. The Nationals can win that division, man. When Steven Strasburg comes back? The Nationals can win that You got that three-headed monster again. The Mets are in some trouble. You got Scherzer, Strasburg, Corbin. Oh, and then Fetty's actually doing really well this year. Lester doesn't look that bad. Lester had a home run last night. Like, he did hit a home run last night. Although John Lester kind of looks like he ate John Lester, he is he's he is, he, he's gotten a little bit hefty over the it's over the let, years. Let the man live. I'm letting him live. I'm just <laughs> saying he looked like he was up at bat last night, and I was like, "Is that Matt Stairs? No, it's John Lester." Oh my god, <laughs> Matt Stairs, dude! I forgot about that guy even existing. Yeah, that guy was unbelievable. Love that guy. He just, was awesome. That's like him, like Mo Vaughn, like those just big Hurley dudes back. In I the know. Day. They're like there was like that was like the Vogelbox before Vogelbach. The, the great thing about Matt Stairs was he was like five eight, three hundred. He was just huge. Yeah, like, he, he was, was so short. Yeah, he was a keg. It was just like ridiculous. <laughs> he was a can. <laughs> no, a keg. Oh, I thought you said a can. Keg works but, too. Yeah, no, he was he was literally a keg, like just short and just stocky, like unbelievable. I, I loved it. It was so fun. I loved the players like that don't exist anymore though, which is no. probably a good thing because like. Baseball, like the more athletic you are, you know, the, the quicker you are in the field with your hands, everything. But right, absolutely. All right, listen, let's let's enough of that. We are in agreement here that the NL East comes down to the t- trade deadline and what's about to happen. So let's get into our actual picks for today. 
best bets. What are you starting with? Yeah, I got Twins White Sox over nine runs. Um, oh, it just moved to a nine and a half too, so I need to take that as soon as I can. Um, it's at minus one hundred nine. It was at minus one twenty five to go over nine, so but now nine and a half. It's minus one hundred nine. Um, I, I really like it's Dallas Keuchel going against the Twins, Bailey Ober going against the White Sox lineup. Ober is just not very good. He had a good start, I think, his last time out, I'm pretty sure, but that was like over a week ago because of the All-Star break. So I, I really like this right now. Dallas Keuchel has proved that he should not be a starter in the MLB basically this whole year. It's kind of sad. I, I, I like him, but he's just not he's not been very good. And those two lineups can really hit when they get going. I mean, the Twins lines have been hot the last couple of days, so we will see. I like the over. Yeah, I uh, like that too because I just think also if you look at the – first of all, the guy Ober going for the Twins, he's not very good. But then if you look at the Twins' numbers against Keuchel, like they have like four or five guys in that lineup have very good numbers against him. And like, yeah. you know, we talked a little bit about like Nelson Cruz is like a really big sample size against them. But like there are other guys like Josh Donaldson, like Jorge Polanco, like those guys – they have good numbers against him and not as big of a sample size. I just don't think he's good anymore. He doesn't have it. He doesn't strike anybody out. He throws absolute pus. His changeup just sits there. Um, yeah, I like that a lot. I think you should get it now because that might move to 10.5 by the time we get like out of here. Yeah, it literally just moved up a half within 10 minutes. Yeah, and I think that's going to keep going. Um, on the other side here, I'm going with the Rockies. First five, minus a half. That's at minus 140. They're hosting the Mariners. So two things about the Rockies stand out to me. First one, they're a completely different team at home than they are on the road. Second one, they're hitting almost 30 points higher in average at home. Almost 30. It's not 30, but it's close. And then they have six, they're have 67 points higher in the OPS department. In this situation, they have their lone all-star and Herman Marquez on the mound against an AL team that is losing their DH, and they don't hit with the DH anyway, so there's that. And then uh, they're facing a lefty in Marcos Gonzalez, who is pretty much stumbling into here with a 1-5 one, one record, 5-8-80 ERA, so I'll take Rockies first five minus the half and uh, minus 140. I'll take that. All right, I'm about it. I'm about it. I'll I'll probably bet on that one. Yeah, no, Herman Marquez, that's a guy you got to keep an eye on for sure, the trade deadline. I mean, especially, like, think about what he's doing. He's doing all that in Coors Field. Right. And Imagine that's what you like, can do literally anywhere else. Yeah, he's doing it in Coors, which is, like, a hitter's paradise. And, like, now we're at, you know, we're at the time where if he gets out of there and goes to a contender where he's actually, like, a third or fourth starter and not, like, a one or two – He's gonna. He's actually gonna thrive in a situation like that. So I think somebody's got to go get him. Yeah. Wink, wink. New York Mets. I, I was about to say. I think the Mets are a really good fit. Same with I, the Giants are a great fit too, but they're not going to trade him in, inside of the division. That's just not happening. So I can't. No, get but there. I don't get that though. Like, I, if you're completely out of it, like the Rockies, like, w does it matter? They just. They just. I think they just don't want to see it bite him in the ass. You know. Right, like if yeah, all right. That like that let's makes. Say, let's say in three years down the road, the Giants still have him, and the Rockies prospects are coming up. They're making a push. And then Herman Marquez tosses a gem against them to eliminate them for the playoffs. Like you don't want that. Right. Okay. That's a, we're in agreement there. Now let's go underdogs. Who you got for your dog today? Yeah, we're going. Uh, we're going back to the well. Orioles first five money line plus one fifty five. Wow. wow. We've 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 been on the Orioles a lot this year. I feel like, and it's somewhat paid off, but it's really only paid off when they face lefties, and that's what they've got today. Uh, they're facing Shane McClanahan, lefty. He's not great. He's not terrible. Um, he's just kind of there, but the Orioles mash lefties, and this is why I really like them, though. John Means is making his comeback. He hasn't started 
in a game in about a month and a half. John Means is John Means. He's a very, very good pitcher. Low two ZRA. Um, limits guys, doesn't really walk a lot of guys, strikes a lot of dudes out. He's making his comeback today. I think the team's going to be really pumped up that he's back. They're going to be glad to have him back. They're going to be hitting for him. I, I like Orioles for the first five because I do not want to trust that bullpen worth a lick. Plus 155. Yeah, like this guy McClanahan throws absolute cheese whiz, but he gets hit. He walks a lot of guys. I don't trust. So I don't trust him. I trust the Orioles because they mash lefties. So I will take the I like what you're going with this first five means against against the Rays. And the Orioles only hit lefties. Let's be serious. They don't hit anybody else. No, that's the only thing they can do is hit lefties. I mean, like with means he's going to have a shorter leash today just because it's first start back. So like he might only if, even if he's throwing a gem, he might only go five innings. So. Right. So, all right. So now I'm going, I'm staying in the AL East. Love this today. I love the Yankees plus 108 against the Phillies. I'd say it looks like a trap line, but honestly, anytime the Phillies have Nola on the mound against the Mingo Harmon, like the Phillies are going to be favored. Here's the thing that that makes me love the Yankees even more that Nola's on the mound tonight. Because first of all, I think Nola is an absolute fraud. Okay. He's one of the most overrated pitchers Ooh. in baseball, in my opinion. Sure, he strikes a lot of guys out, but he leaves his change up hanging over the plate and he gives up piss missiles all over the field. So that I, I listen, he's overrated. His ERA is is approaching five. He's like six and five. We don't care about record, but like he had like two good games and he's just been getting lit up. So I I'm I'm out on him. I think he's a fraud. He's not an ace. That's one. Two you, you also just hate the Phillies, dude. Yeah, but Noel is a fraud. I'm sorry. Like, th- look at his numbers. Look at his numbers and tell me he's an ace. He's not. He's got like a four six six ERA. Like the guy stinks. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll get it to you. Stinks. Now Yankees are playing with a sense of urgency right now, which they haven't played with all year. They know they need to win, keep winning games to stay in this thing. I just think even if the Yan- listen, even if Nola pitches well and the Yankees keep it close for six innings, the Phillies bullpen is terrible. This game is in Yankee Stadium. I am go- the Yankees have a better bullpen. I'm just going with the Bronx Bombers tonight, baby. Plus one oh eight, and I am really psyched about it. I yeah, I I'm telling I've been saying it like since like I'm like since the trip or whatever, the all-star break. I've been thinking that the Yankees are gonna make the playoffs this year. I bet on them plus one fifty. I put like fifty bucks on it because I'm feeling I mean, wow. futures, I like to put a lot of money on it because it's like, what's the fun if you have like 10 bucks on one? It's an investment. Um, but, dude, like, I'm just saying, like, those guys are going to get going. Labor Torres is getting going right now. Giancarlo Stanton is going to pick it up. Aaron Judge has been awesome this year. Those pitchers aren't that bad. Like, Tyone's getting going right now. I, I think that pitching staff is not as bad as people think it is. Those hitters are going to do, they're going to start popping off. I actually, the Yankees are going to go on a tear, I think, this month. Yankees in, raise out. That's the prediction. What do you think about Blue Jays? No, I don't think the Blue Jays are there yet. I, I think they're a year away. Yeah, I, I don't think the Blue Jays are there yet. I think, I don't think the Rays are that good. I think the Yankees are going to catch the Rays, get a wild card. I still think Boston's going to win the division. I think the Yankee, I think the um, Yankees are going to end up with one of the wild cards. And I think Tampa Bay is going to be playing golf in October and not baseball. So you think we're going to see a Yankees Red Sox ALDS possibly? Yeah. Potentially that I would love that. That'd be insane. That would be a lot of fun. That would really be a lot. I mean, we could potentially have that. And then giants Dodgers, uh, NLCS or NLDS. That would be insane. Both at the same time. I know probably the two longest, biggest rivalries in baseball. Well, by far, 
for sure. So a lot of people here like to think Cubs, uh, Cubs Cardinals is up there, which I've, I've seen it. It's pretty crazy, but I don't think it's the same. It's okay. It, it means more where you are than it does anywhere else. Well, it's like the Giants-Dodgers dates back to when they were in New York, too. Right. Like the Giants came out, so they were, you know, it was New York Giants, Brooklyn Dodgers. Then the Giants moved out to San Francisco, and the Dodgers were like, we love being rivals with the Giants so much. Like, we love to hate them, so we're moving out to L.A., and let's keep a rivalry going. Like, Yeah, ex- absolutely. So there you go. Um, I, you know, the Mets, like their hat is literally the – like it's – the yeah, it's the Dodgers, Dodgers. And, it's the Dodgers and Giants. Oh, that's like always like a fun fact I like to point out to people, and they're like, "Whoa, that's cool! I had no idea." Yeah, no, that's I. I knew that for a while. My grandmother was my grandmother's big big Dodgers fan. Growing oh, jeez, from Brooklyn, hated just hated the Yankees. Hate still hates the Yankees. There you um, go. She's she's the Mets were like when the Mets like came into existence, she was like very happy that New York had another baseball team. Yeah, but she's like, she, I'm not rooting for the damn Yankees. Yeah. She was like big time Dodger fan though. Growing, Obviously she's, she's a bit older. So, uh, you I mean, know, if you grew she, up in Brooklyn, that makes sense. You know, right. That was, that was the team. So yeah, yeah but I, I knew that just basically because of my grandmother. So, all right, let's, <laughs> now let's, let's get into our daily dinger. Who are you taking to go yard? Day. Yeah, it's a little bit unconventional of a pick just because it's a small sample size. But rookie slugger outfielder for the White Sox, Andrew Vaughn. He's one for five with a home run against Bailey Ober already. Um, I think you know he's been getting going a little bit lately for them, which is nice to see. I don't think Ober is that good at all. I, w- I was looking at his stats um, earlier today against the White Sox. He's had three starts against them. He gave up no runs in five innings pitched the last time he played against them. But the two before that, he's given up five earned runs in three and four and four. So I think someone's going to do damage. At least one person's going to do damage. Andrew Vaughn already has a home run off him. Let's do that. It just feels like an Andrew Vaughn type of day. Yeah, it's plus 400. I'll be in the stands too. Let's go. Yeah, that's pretty I, good. Last time I went to a White Sox game, my Yoan Moncada home run prop hit. So All right. So you're going to go two for two right now. That'd be insane. And now I'm going. I'm sticking with – my boys tonight. They're not my boys. I'm a Mets fan, but I'm sticking with the Yankees tonight. I'm going John Carlo plus two thirty against Aaron Nola. Basically, he's got thirteen at bats against them. He's four for thirteen. He's got a double. He's got two home runs. Plus two thirty is a severely low home run prop number. So I'm gonna do a little sprinkle there. Give me John Carlo taking that fat Nola changeup into Monument Park tonight. I, I was going to say, if I'm not picking Vaughn, I was going to go him. It just seemed like too easy of a pick, and you are explaining it earlier to me. You're like, about your Yankees pick before we got on air, and I was like, okay, he's for sure going Stanton now. Like yeah, 100%. 100%. I was either going to go Stanton or I was going to do Nick Ahmed against Tyler. Anderson. I was thinking Ahmed, too. His numbers are weirdly good. His numbers like, are weirdly good against him, and like he doesn't hit. You can't convince me to pick Nick Ahmed. Like, I'm sorry. There's no way that I can trust putting any. If that's not like plus nine fifty, I don't. I don't know. Like, what? Let me look right now, dude. Because like that's got to be crazy, right? What are his stats against him again? It's. uh, I think he's like six. I think he's like six for twenty with like two home runs. Eight for twenty with two homers and two doubles. Yeah, that's. I mean, let's see. They've got to have his out there, right? If they have Nick Ahmed, it is. uh, Oh my god, plus six hundred. You think he'd be like plus nine or a thousand? Wow, that's I might I might I might have to I might have to yeah that's a good those are good numbers. Screw let's both sprinkle that that'll be our our bonus that'll be our bonus bonus home run prop Nick Ahmed against Tyler Anderson tonight (laughs) plus six hundred. 
I have his bat randomly. I have, I have Nick Ahmed. Bat. Yeah, One I played against. Brother. I oh, played no, against him in college. No shit. Yeah, my my buddy's brother played with him on the Diamondbacks for like a couple years, and so like he came to our. Uh, this is a crazy story. Not crazy, but it's like kind of cool. So he came after spring training one year. He came back home for a little bit before the minor league season began, and he brought back like a ton of these bats, like from all like the players that he was with. And one of them was like he was just like giving all of us like whatever. Um, he gave his brother Paul Goldschmidt's bat, which is sick. But like everyone That's else sick. was on the Dimebacks sucked, so like they had nobody. But I was like, I'll take this Ahmed guy. He's got, he's got a cool name. Why not? Like he wasn't even in the bigs yet when he when that happened. It was kind of cool. That is actually very cool. Yeah, and yeah, now I like it's like sick because he's like you know he's a I think he's a Gold Glove infielder actually. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, he is. He's the best. He's the best defensive shortstop I've ever like played against. Yeah, he's that he, was insane. He's ridiculous. At U- he made a play. He made a play at UConn against like our leadoff hitter, who's who was fast and he was a lefty. He made a play like in the hole where like he backhanded like in the hole between between second and between third and short where he backhanded it. He didn't even like pop up. He didn't even like have to pop up or jump or anything. Like, he was like on one knee and he like hosed them. I was like, this is ridiculous. Like, hell? yeah, that kid's getting drafted. I was like, yeah, no shit. Him and Springer what? played on the same team. Him, Springer, and Matt Barnes played on the same team. That's all you need what? to know about that UConn team. Yeah. Oh Him, my Springer, God. Ahmed Springer, Matt Barnes. And I don't know if you know, there's this guy, Mike Olt, was the third baseman yeah, on that team. He, got dra- he was like, played for Rangers. the Red Sox, right? Yeah, he yeah. Rangers and Cubs, I think. But like, that team was, that team was ridiculous. That That's team. Pretty nuts. Dude, that team was insane. That team actually ended up going to the Super Regionals and losing to South Carolina that I'll year. Say, if you have four major leaguers, I think that's three all-stars too. Like that's pretty wild. Yeah, they were they were um something else to see. They got and a bunch of other kids on that team got drafted. So I th- oh, that I'm team sure, was yeah. that team was sick. But all right, before we get out of here, who's your nerfy? You got Angels A's. It's minus one oh five. Um, I mean, really, the only thing that we're doing with this is it's a day game after a night game, and Carpel. Car- how, how do you say that name? Caprellian. All right, for the A's, that's a doozy. Um, he has a low two ZRA. He's been really good for them uh, lately this year. And Jose Suarez is pitching for the Angels. You probably never heard of him. I didn't before this, um, but he's got a mid two ZRA right now. In his last in his last three starts, he's given up a total of four earned runs. So I, I like it a lot, especially the day game after a night game vibes. Those are those are always immaculate. That's really the only one that like looks like anything because you don't know who's pitching for the Dodgers yet. So yeah, if, if the Dodgers are pitching like a Kershaw or a Bueller or something like like that tonight, then I would really like that against Alex Wood. But I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Hit last night's by the way. You're welcome, everyone. For hey, Stevie Nerfies is back. Stevie Nerfies is back at it. All right, before we get <laughs> out of here, um, anything else that you are looking at? Um, I think that's about it. I, I got. I think I was. We were thinking maybe Marlins Nationals nerfy, but I'm not a fan of that right now with the Nationals bats. Like they're they're going. Yeah, and off. that that line has moved from like 7 a.m. has moved severely. That went yeah. from that went from Nats like plus 108 all the way to minus 108, and it's a pick 'em. I say it's minus 110 on my book right now. Yeah, that's going towards the Nationals. Yeah. Um, so do with I, that information like- what you may. Yeah, I like Scooble over strikeouts, actually. That's a prop I'm going to take today. That'll work. All right, you everyone. Anything? No, I got nothing. I don't like anything else. Nothing in the works. Just my, I just Yankees all night. That's it. <laughs> Biggest Yankees fan out there tonight. If they lose, I'm going to get so many hate tweets, and it's going to be hilarious. Well, see, the thing is you're not going to be mad if they lose because you hate the Yankees. No, I'm still gonna be mad if they lose because they're, the they're playing. The, they're playing. They're playing the Phillies. Like I need. I need the Yankees to sweep. Is what so I wait. Need. Who do you, you hate? The Phillies more than the Yankees? Then. 
Yeah, they're in my division, dude. I don't know. I just feel like you really, really hate the Yankees. No, I, dude, I, listen, this time of year, I am a fan of whoever is playing the Phillies I, or, or the, and the Braves and the Nationals. I don't give, I don't care. What about care. the Marlins? <laughs> no, the Marlins is, they're, they're in last place. Actually, just, a huge Marlins fan right now. They're playing yeah, the Nets. <laughs> right. Like, I need, I, I am a big Marlins fan tonight as well. And I need the 71 and a half um, over. <laughs> that is huge. But no, I want, I'm, I'm for the, I want, I hope the Yankees sweep the Phillies and I hope it's not even close. I was like 10 nothing every game. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Now, now I see where you stand. I understand. Yeah, let's go. All right, everyone. Don't forget to go to thegameday.com and check out everything that our affiliates have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe to Daily Dingers on Apple and Spotify and wherever else you get your podcasts. Those are your best bets for Tuesday, July 20th. For Jack Parodi, I'm Steve Armato. We will see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.